And uh, my guest this segment is David Thomas Roberts. He is the author of The Death of Liberty, The Socialist Destruction of America's Freedom Using the Income Tax. And he is heading up a new effort, a patriotic group that vows to erect two monuments for every one taken down or destroyed by the throthing, unhinged mob. David, thanks for joining me today. Uh, Charles, thanks for having me. So uh, let's go right to what this organization is that you propose. Well, um, it's called twicethemonuments.org or 2xmonuments.org. What our intent to do is, is to bring together uh, donors, sculptors and artists, private landowners, and to replace two monuments for everyone that gets destroyed or taken down. You know, it sounds like a great work for artists and creators. You think that um, they might jump on board, putting aside the fact that a lot of them are probably a part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'd agree. A lot of them are, but there's a lot of them that would love the work. And, uh, you know, we we just sat by and I just decided to do something about this because I'm sick. You know, I, I knew it wouldn't stop with Confederate monuments. You know, back in 2015, when uh, Dylan Roof shot up the church in Charleston, South Carolina. This is when this really started in earnest. And, um, and, and my fear was, and it's come to fruition, unfortunately, that it's not going to stop at Confederate monuments. And, and now they've got even, you know, defacing the Virgin Mary and it, it's just gotten out of hand. And, and the local governments are just standing by and letting people do it. No, I think that you're right. I mean, the, they start with the most obvious element and that being the Confederate monuments. And, um, you know, I, I mean, I think there are examples where certain Confederate monuments are not appropriately placed. Like, I don't think that a statue of Jefferson Davis belongs in the U.S. Capitol building, for example. I mean, after uh, well, all, the we'll just agree to differ on that because the states get to choose what you know what, no, what I monuments they put in there. So if the state decided to put them in there, it's you know, it's up to the state. Which no, I don't dispute of, that. It, yeah. I just think that it was not appropriate because he was the president of the Confederacy, and Washington is the center of the union government. It's more of maybe it's maybe I'm speaking here as a northerner. Um, but having you, said that, I don't think that, <laughs> right. I don't think that there's Confederate monuments are advocating a return to slavery. I don't think that they are advocating racism at all. I mean, you know, it's easy in the north to wag a finger about racism. It so happens that in the south, particularly in the big cities, um, black people are much more normal there. I mean, it's much more integrated and it's much more part of the way of life. It's not this thing where everybody's trying to bend over backwards, worrying about somebody's race. It's just part of the culture. I noticed this when I was in South Charleston, South Carolina. And uh, that, you know, it's it's like a complete um, made up thing to, to try to rip apart this part of history. I particularly am offended by the idea of taking down a statue of Robert E. Lee in, um, in, 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 in Richmond, Virginia, because after all, let, whatever happened to the spirit of Appomattox? I mean, Lee wanted to reconcile the North and the South. He wanted to, you know, put aside the conflict and bring back the country. I mean, whatever happened to the, you know, the spirit of reconciliation and of union and of, um, you know, putting aside past differences and, and reuniting the country, which is what Lee stood for. Well, you know, FDR hosted the last uh, reunion of Confederate and Union soldiers. 
and uh, had them all in the same place. And, and actually the government passed uh, veterans benefits to Confederate soldiers in 1958 and it became law. That's why they're buried. They're buried at Arlington. They're buried, they're recognized in VA cemeteries and so forth. And, and really to me though, I mean, we could go down a long road of discussion about, about that. But my thing is just, just take the Lee monuments for example, okay? There's not been one instance, Charles, we have not found one instance where they put this to a referendum for the voters to decide whether that statue comes down or to erect something that tells a different side of the story, which is always a, an option. Um, and, you know, and somehow now this generation is more enlightened than the generations that were close to the, to the events in history when they happened. And so now since everybody's more enlightened now and we're judging these statues by, by today's whatever morals or enlightened uh, culture that we have, uh, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. But to me, the biggest thing in, in what enrages me is that none of these city fathers and councilmen and state legislatures have, there hasn't been one instance that we found that they put this to a referendum, let the voters decide. They never let them do it. They do it by themselves. They do it cowardly. They take them down in the middle of the night. Um, and now you're, you're seeing them standing by and letting them do things to Lincoln, to Teddy Roosevelt, to Jesus Christ, the Virgin Mary, Christopher Columbus. And where does it end? Well, well what's happened is we're having a culture comp. We're having, we've set off a, a basically a communist revolution. And it's classic in that they try to strip away the, the national identity and the culture as, as one of their first acts. And, um, you know, I do defend confederate monuments because i knew that it would lead to this and sure enough it has you know they want to rip um president washington's face off of mount rushmore i mean it's uh it's 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 basically a communist culture comp and it's based entirely on symbolism i mean they take the the a black face off of the box of the pancake mix you know i mean it's right i mean it's it's insane it's gotten and, crazy it is, and the, the thing that's particularly should be noted is that they're not doing anything to actually address racism. I mean, in the aftermath of the George Floyd event, which has not yet been adjudicated, and we should wait in this country to find out what happened and let these men have a trial and let's, you know, let's see our justice system work, they started looting and burning black neighborhoods across the country, killing black people. You know, basically the crime rate went up in Chicago and St. Louis and other cities where mostly black people were killed in unprecedented numbers. In the case of Chicago, I think it was like 93 people killed in one weekend, three of whom were children. I mean, this is, this is you know, we could talk about racism here and um, who is perpetrating real harm against the black community in this country. Or we can talk about symbolism, which I think has exposed them as the communist revolutionaries that they are. It doesn't have a damn thing to do with racism. That's just the trigger. Right. Well, Karl Marx said that a, a society with no heritage is easily persuaded. So um, I, I think we all know that there's Marxist roots in BLM. Uh, the, there's Marxist roots in the anarchists. And so when you destroy a, a country's history, its heroes, um, it's, you know, America's exceptionalism is under attack. And so if you do this, um, uh, it's easily to persuade these kids and these younger generations that, that you know, 
of socialism or even communism. I mean, socialism is always the first step to communism. You know, it always leads to that. So, um, and where millions and millions of people have died. And so this is our effort to, uh, to try to stem the tide and really uh, almost like a stick in the eye, if you want to put it that way, because we're, we're planning on doubling the monuments. And uh, with the ones, the ones that we can buy back from the cities that will sell them to us are some cities that won't sell them to us. We've already, already got commitments for almost a million dollars in two weeks. Um, oh, and um, so we're, this is going to be a, a nationwide effort. And it's not just, you know, for your folks, it's not just Confederate monuments. Any of these monuments that are being destroyed or, or taken down, we're going to replace and, and put double on private land that can be accessible by citizens. Oh, I, I'm glad you're doing it. I mean, here in Boston, where I am, they defaced the Shaw Memorial across the street from the State House, which was put up to honor black soldiers in the Civil War. I mean, it's, you know, it's insane. I mean, the statue of Lincoln, you know, I get the fact that maybe that statue might be a little offensive because it has a, a black man stripped to his waist in chains. It wasn't meant to be at the time. But um, if you want to have it moved or removed, it should be done in an orderly fashion. As you point out, David, there should be a vote. You should have a state legislature stand up and vote on it. Well, even the citizens. I mean, so I was involved with the uh, Texas Monument Protection Act that got in the last legislative session here in Texas. The legislature only meets every two years. Thank God. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> first, do no harm. The first way to do no harm is not to meet. But uh, they, uh, we got it passed through the Senate, and then it died in the Calendars Committee in the House, unfortunately. Um, but, uh, you know, we saw... Um, you know, even the Republicans are scared to death of being called a racist. They have to have political cover on this. It, it's just unbelievable to me. Uh, even in Austin, you talk about that statue in Boston. In Austin, um, you may have heard that the musician Stevie Ray Vaughan, who's a statue to him in Austin, well, they, they defaced that one thinking he was some kind of, of colonizer. I mean, you know, it was, he was a musician. Oh it's hilarious. because he was white? Yeah, I don't know. yeah. But I don't think they care. I mean, that you've seen abolitionists uh, that they've that they've destroyed, um, and and now you know all the American founders are fair game to them, um, you know, because of, of slavery. So, uh, and and some of them just don't even make sense, you know, when when they start, you know, destroying Frederick Douglass, and uh, it just doesn't make any. There's no common sense to it. Well, you know, I hope this backfires on them because it's uh, it really is showing the true colors here. They are just trying to tear down this whole country by removing our culture, by removing our memory, by removing our history. And, uh, you know, if they want to get up and debate racism today, uh, we should have that debate. We should take a look at the left-wing policies that have damaged the black community for the past 50 years. You know, let's talk racism, you know, let, let's have that debate instead of going around and using as an excuse to loot and burn black neighborhoods and destroy uh, images and that that honor our past and our history. Yeah, and you know, let's let's not forget also that um, you know having chaos going, you know, having these cities burning and looking like there's chaos across the land going into the November elections, uh, you know, benefits one party. So um, uh, you can't forget that either. And so you wonder how much of this is organized. Uh, you know, when these things are showing up, pallets of bricks are showing up in places. This is this is this is an organized effort, and, and we better recognize it for what it is. But I'll tell you what, 
um, I don't know about where you're at, but where I'm at, people are really ticked off. And um, I think that's one of the reasons that this, this 501C that, that we started uh, took off. People are tired. They want to do something. They don't know what to do. Um, but at least uh, we're going to have these monuments uh, re-erected and uh, saved where we can save them. Well, you know, I mean, if, just speaking politically, I don't know what they're thinking. Do they think this is going to help, you know, hurt Donald Trump in the next election? I mean, they, we can look at history. When Nixon was running for re-election, the, um, there, were, there were riots in the street. And then you had the mechanics riot or they come out in New York City opposing the rioters. These were right. working people, blue collar workers who came out in force and opposed the hippies. And the result was that it woke up, one of the things, woke up what Nixon called the silent majority. People were fed up. They were, they were sick of these hippies, most of whom were like trust fund kids and wealthy upper class white kids who were going around and burning black neighborhoods. Same thing is happening now. Who's yeah. behind this, really? Yeah. And I think that the same reaction may happen. People in, across the country across the ideological spectrum, I may add, are going to wake up and, and reject this and throw it out in November. It's going to set the Nixon re-election, set the left back almost a generation. I mean, they didn't come back in really until Obama. And uh, we may see the same, the same dynamic now. Well, I think law and order, people are going to want law and order. I think that will help Trump. Um, yes. But, you know, they're trying to make this look as... Uh, between the China virus and, and uh, the, uh, uh, the violence in the streets. But you know that it, it really, they really look dumb. You know, defund the police, no bail for people that do get arrested, turn them right back out again. And then every night you have the same thing repeat all, all over again. Uh, and I agree, a lot of it is the white liberal kids coming out of the basement. Um, you know, of course the government gave them an extra $600 a week for unemployment. So they don't, you know, it doesn't pay for them to go back to work. So what else they got to do but riot? And I think that the whole defund movement is backfiring on them. Now in New York, you have black leaders calling for the mayor to bring back the, um, the, the police unit that he disbanded uh, because crime's going up. I mean, people are getting killed. There's a lot of more violence. So there's, I think that's going to backfire. I think this whole monument thing is backfiring. This whole you know, so-called cancel thing is backfiring. You've got the CEO of Goya Beans um, making a few comments praising President Trump and for that they're going to boycott his business, put him out of business, destroy his whole company because he praised the President of the United States. Whatever happened to loyal opposition? Whatever happened to debate? If you, you dislike something that Trump is doing, bring it up and debate it. That's what you're supposed to do. Or vote against him. But to try to destroy the opposition like that because simply they support him is beyond the more conventional approach that we're used to in this country. It's revolution. These people are revolution. communist it, it, revolutionaries. It, 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 it starts on the college campuses. There's no free speech on college, college campuses. And, and that's really what's bred, uh, in my opinion, that's what's bred a lot of these uh, malcontents that you see on the streets doing this uh, and organizing this. And, uh, you know, you can't, Go back to the Berkeley, the Berkeley riots when I think it was a Ben Shapiro was trying to speak there, and and yeah. the cops just stand. And 
the Democratic mayors and city councils, and and they just they just let this thing. How how does this thing in Portland? I've been in Portland a couple of times. I've actually been in the middle of one of those things, and when I didn't intend to be. I mean, that's been going on in Portland for years. How does that how does that continue to happen? I don't understand it. Why, like you know, the, the chop zone in Seattle. How does that last as long as it did? Well, you know, again, I think there's a backlash. The, there already have been announcements by several major companies that they're pulling out of Seattle and Portland. The cities are looking like they're, they're being trashed. Same thing with Minneapolis. These are cities that have been run by big left mayors and, and, organ, and city councils for many, many decades. And they are starting to implode on their own rot, I would argue. So um, I just hope that people can wake up in time and realize that and react against that and reject it. I mean, it's, a, it's really, I think, a, a timetable that, that we're looking at here. I do too. And, and, and you know, I've had serious discussions uh, this week, just this week alone, discussions with people are talking about things that they've never talked about before. Like, you know, what do we need to prepare for? Do I have food? Do I have ammo? Do I have guns? I mean, I, we've never, you know, we've only talked about that in, and I'm in hurricane country. So, you know, that kind of only thing happens around hurricanes, but everybody's worried about what, what the unknown is here and, Good. uh, or, you know, defunding police and letting criminals out of jail and, and no bail. It's a recipe for disaster. And it's one of the positive byproducts of the Corona thing, which is that we are realizing that we have to have self-sufficiency. We have to have supplies. Gun sales have gone way up, even in particularly in the black community. And for good reason, we are homeschooling our children, you know, getting them out of these rotten propaganda run left wing public schools. And uh, these things are possibly positive for our society in the long run, I believe. Well, I, I sure hope you're right. I just, uh, you know, between now and November is going to be very interesting. And um, I just, you know, we pray that, uh, that things uh, uh, settle down some, but you know, I, you know, black lives really matter to these folks in the BLM movement. They'd be in the South side of Chicago. They'd be in Baltimore. They'd be in Minneapolis. They'd, they'd be in other places in the black communities where most of the uh, black on black crime exists, where they are actually losing black lives not by the hands of police. I mean, I, the, what happened in Minneapolis was, was a tragedy. It was terrible, and nobody's condoned it. Um, it you would think that this was a reaction for, for that being condoned, but um, there's nobody that I heard, have ever heard that condoned what he, that police officer did or those three other police officers that sat by and watched it happen. So, um, and, and I'm not a believer in the systemic racism either. Uh, I just don't see it. I have uh, a plenty of black colleagues, friends, neighbors, church members who, who don't see it. And, and uh, so this is all about Marxism, organized Marxism, trying to change the face of the country and, and we can't let them do it. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, David Thomas Roberts, um, let my listeners and viewers know where they can reach you and where they can get in touch with your organization and how they can help. Uh, well, please, if you'd like, to, even $5 helps our cause for these monuments. So that's it. 2x like the number 2x 2xmonuments.org is the the uh and it's tax deductible any any donation you give to to that organization by the way we have no paid employees or there's no salaries all of our all of our people are volunteers in this effort so um and, and we'll be posting as we go what what monuments we're replacing we're, we're still in the early process of that as money's starting to flow in um, also you can follow me at, at texas author on twitter and David Thomas Roberts on Facebook. 
All right, David, listen, thanks so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right, take care. Thank you.